Good evening or good morning, as the case may be, and welcome to Summarily, a podcast for busy lawyers. This is an emergency edition in response to the bombshell Politico report dealing with reproductive rights in the United States. According to the report, a draft majority opinion was leaked this evening. It's authored by Justice Samuel Alito, and it overturns Roe v. Wade and Planned Parenthood v. Casey. As of this recording, it is unclear who joined or will join Justice Alito, but the report indicates that after the case conference in December, Justices Thomas, Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, and Coney Barrett were on board for overturning the landmark decisions. A person with knowledge of the court's deliberations told Politico that as of this week, the lineup had not changed. This would mean that Chief Justice Roberts is potentially among the dissenting justices. Roe was decided in 1973 and held that the Due Process Clause of the 14th Amendment provides a right to privacy, which includes a woman's right to terminate her pregnancy. Casey was decided in 1992 and it reaffirmed Roe's central holding, but replaced Roe's trimester framework with Justice O'Connor's undue burden test. For nearly 50 years, women and families have relied on Roe. It appears that reliance will soon come to an end. If the draft opinion is accurate, states will be permitted to completely ban abortions. This does not mean abortions will be illegal as a matter of constitutional law. Rather, it means that each state will be permitted to decide whether to ban or restrict abortions. I have not been able to read the entire draft opinion, but thanks to Josh Gerstein of Politico, here are a few excerpts. We hold that Roe and Casey must be overruled. The Constitution makes no reference to abortion, and no such right is implicitly protected by any constitutional provision. Continuing the quote from the opinion, Roe was egregiously wrong from the start. Its reasoning was exceptionally weak, and the decision has had damaging consequences. And far from being about a national settlement on the abortion issue, Roe and Casey have inflamed debate and deepened division. It is time to heed the Constitution and return the issue of abortion to the people's elected representatives. Continuing, in the years prior to Roe v. Wade, about a third of the states had liberalized their laws, but Roe abruptly ended that political process. It imposed the same highly restricted regime on the entire nation, and it effectively shut down the abortion laws of every single state. It represented the exercise of raw judicial power, and it sparked a national controversy that has embittered our political culture for a half a century. The inescapable conclusion is that a right to abortion is not deeply rooted in the nation's history and traditions. On the contrary, an unbroken tradition of prohibiting abortion on pain of criminal punishment persisted from the early days of the common law until 1973. Those are some of the quotes from the opinion. I'm going to quote a few more things. Here, Justice Alito is talking about stare decisis and the value of Roe and Casey as precedent. 
Quote, we have long recognized, however, that stare decisis is not an inexorable command, and it is at its weakest when we interpret the Constitution. It has been said that it is sometimes more important that an issue be settled than that it be settled right. But when it comes to the interpretation of the Constitution, the great character of our liberties, which was meant to endure through a long lapse of ages, we place a high value on having the matter settled right. The draft opinion continues. Casey described itself as calling both sides of the national controversy to resolve their debate. But in doing so, Casey necessarily declared a winning side. The court short-circuited the democratic process by closing it to the large number of Americans who dissented in any respect from Roe. Together, Roe and Casey represent an error that cannot be allowed to stand. Continuing from the opinion, Roe certainly did not succeed in ending division on the abortion issue. On the contrary, Roe inflamed a national issue that has remained bitterly divisive for the past half century. This court's inability to end debate on the issue should not have been surprising. This court cannot bring about the permanent resolution of a rancorous national controversy simply by dictating a settlement and telling the people to move on. Whatever influence the court may have on public attitudes must stem from the strength of our opinions, not an attempt to exercise raw judicial power. And finally, we therefore hold that the Constitution does not confer a right to abortion. Roe and Casey must be overruled and the authority to regulate abortion must be returned to the people and their elective representatives. I'll close by saying this. Not only is this opinion explosive, but so is the fact that it was leaked. At this stage, we do not know who leaked the opinion, but there is speculation that it was one of the justices' law clerks. This seems to make sense. As a former federal appellate law clerk, I can tell you that draft opinions are kept in the strictest of confidence with only judges or justices and their clerks having access to them. This is of course an issue for another day. For now, it will take lawyers some time to digest the draft opinion and we must all keep in mind that until the opinion is officially announced, no one knows exactly what it will say or whether Roe and Casey will in fact be overturned. Once the opinion is officially released, I will of course dedicate an episode to it, and I hope to be joined by a guest or two to discuss it and its consequences. For now, thank you for listening to this emergency episode. More to come on Summarily.